The first time anybody told me it was Maundy Thursday, I thought they were talking nonsense. I knew it was Thursday, the fifth day of the week, so how could it also be Monday, the second day of the week? They explained to me that I had misheard the word Maundy, and no wonder I had never heard it before. I didn't recognize it. Siri doesn't recognize it either. <laughs> Every time I say just the word Maundy, Siri can actually sometimes get Maundy Thursday. Um, Siri writes either Monday or Mandy or Monty, but never Maundy. It's a strange word. It's thought to be the result of English speakers mishearing the Latin word mandatus, which means commandment, as in Jesus' new commandment, love one another as I have loved you. So Maundy Thursday means the Thursday of the new commandment. But it's the night of so many things along with that new commandment. It's also the night of Jesus' Last Supper before his crucifixion. John's Gospel tells us that it's the night when Jesus didn't introduce that new commandment before first washing his friend's feet, afterwards launching into a very long-winded and head-spinning speech about the communion he and God and the rest of us somehow mysteriously share. John takes around 150 verses, five whole chapters, to recount all this. Compare that to around 10 verses in Matthew and Mark and 24 verses in Luke. But disconcertingly, nowhere in these five chapters does John even mention what we now call the First Eucharist. Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell us that this was the main thing that happened that night, that first Eucharist. And St. Paul agrees with them. Or to be more accurate, Matthew, Mark, and Luke agree with Paul because Paul recited his own version about 20 years before any of the Gospels did. They are among the earliest words of Jesus handed down to us before any of the Gospels. So tonight we have readings about the first Passover, the first Eucharist, foot washing, the new commandment. But finally, at the end of this very involved service, we hear of Jesus' betrayal, abandonment, and arrest. All of that is Maundy Thursday. Passover, Eucharist, foot washing, the new commandment, and betrayal. I can't speak for everybody, but it has always seemed to me, the way we observe Monday Thursday here, that all of the themes running through this service, of all of the themes, the overpowering theme is the last one, betrayal. That's what Paul calls this night, the night when Jesus was betrayed. It's the night when Jesus was betrayed, 
the night when no less than God was betrayed, the night when the new commandment of mutual love was betrayed. The most powerful moments for me have always been after we return here from the agape meal. The altar is stripped while the choir chants Psalm 22. Then each light is extinguished one by one as we hear about Jesus praying in the garden until at the words, my betrayer is at hand, the presider blows out the sanctuary lamp, the last shred of light, and all of us leave in silence, surrounded by darkness. Even though you and I know in our heads that we'll be back for the first Easter acclamation on Saturday night, tonight's final moments always get to me. We watch as everything familiar to us in this space gets taken away. And as we are plunged into darkness, it's almost impossible not to feel a sense of disorientation, of abandonment, by all that we typically count on to get us through. Those are disconcerting moments, but they can also be deeply healing moments. And they can be healing right now, even when they eclipse promises of resurrection. They give us permission to acknowledge to ourselves and to one another that moments of betrayal and abandonment are woven into our lives just as deeply as moments of reconciliation and community. They are all parts of our shared humanity. And we can afford to acknowledge all this because they are likewise part of God's shared divinity. All of them, moments of betrayal, abandonment, reconciliation, community, all of them are woven even more deeply into the life of the only God there is, the God who is healing our brokenness, everybody's brokenness, precisely by bearing it with us, sharing it with us, more intimately than we can imagine. On Ash Wednesday, the presider says to us, I invite you to the observance of a holy Lent. On this night, Maundy Thursday, the night of God's betrayal and abandonment, I invite you into the observance of these holy three days. Let them do their work on you. Let them leave you disoriented. Let them open you to the inexplicable presence of the God who in Jesus is no stranger to betrayal and abandonment, no stranger to any part of our shared humanity. Watch pray, and receive. Amen.